Welcome to episode 7 of Expecting Rainbow, a podcast about navigating life after experiencing pregnancy or infant loss. I'm your host, Justine, and in today's episode, I want to share how and why I decided to start Expecting Rainbow and what I've learned so far while hosting this podcast. Guess what? I just turned 30 yesterday. The big 3-0. Yay for another decade. I don't really feel any different, but it is wild to look back on even just the past three years and realize how much has happened in my life. From being pregnant with Stephen to moving to a different state, buying a house, And then Stephen dying, learning to grieve Stephen, getting pregnant again, having Everett, and now parenting him while honoring and remembering Stephen as well, the best I can. Today I want to share a little bit about Expecting Rainbow and how this concept has evolved even just after six episodes. So I'll share a little bit about how it began, what I've learned, and what you can expect in upcoming episodes. When I was pregnant with Everett, I was worried about a lot of different things, mostly about what could go wrong and whether or not I could trust my body for the next nine months. I think I was able to stay at some sort of baseline emotionally for most of it, but I really took it one day at a time, and there would always be this looming thought, is Everett going to die too? I had been traumatized from having to unsubscribe from all the parenting blogs and pregnancy sites after Stephen's death. So I mostly kept away from reading about babies and pregnancy on the internet. We also delayed a lot of normal baby decision making. For example, we didn't plan for a baby shower or set up a nursery or changing table station. And we didn't buy clothes until just a couple months before Everett was due. But obviously, I could not be caught unprepared for a baby, so we did gradually end up doing all of those things. And Will and I would cautiously have conversations about what life was going to be like after the baby came. We talked about whether we were going to buy furniture or toys, which ones were the must-haves, and what were the things other parents swore by. Whenever we had a question like how to bathe a baby or what's the best way to swaddle a baby, we would just look it up on YouTube. And one of the reasons why I loved YouTube was because I could look up any question, get my answer, and exit the video before any other triggering videos popped up. And if a video wasn't answering my question or if it didn't have the answer I was looking for, I could just exit and look for something else. There was something missing from these videos I watched, though. 
all these moms and dads I saw in these videos were always so cheerful and happy. Not that that's wrong, but there was this air of carefree wonder and excitement all the time. And even though I did feel a lot of hope and optimism for my pregnancy, there was also caution and anxiety. When people would say, when the baby gets here, I would think, how are you so sure they're going to be alive when they're born? Or I would hear, babies are so resilient. I would think, but they can still die too. I wanted to find a resource that was designed for pregnancy after loss. And I did find some, which I will share in a future episode. Things like Instagram accounts or websites and books. Nothing really on YouTube. So I imagined making my own YouTube channel. I already had a camera and a lot of the videos I watched were basically moms and dads talking to a camera. We didn't have a good place ready to go though for me to set up a camera and film in our house. So I thought maybe I should try to do an audio podcast instead. So that's what I decided to do. And I started researching how I was going to do this. And I knew I was not going to be able to do this while I was still pregnant because I was too focused on keeping myself from stressing about Everett's arrival. And then when Everett was finally born, I took time to learn how to enjoy him and parent him while also grieving Stephen. But once my maternity leave was used up and I was back at work, it was time to get serious about figuring out this podcast stuff. Sometimes I tend to get stuck in the state of perfectionism, so I ended up trying to prepare this podcast for months. I didn't need much equipment, and I was familiar with the computer programs I needed to use, and I thought of all the episodes I wanted to share. I just kept thinking and planning, thinking and planning, but thinking and planning is not doing, and I got too caught up with how I was going to present the things I wanted to share and how to say things exactly the right way. And in the end, what really pushed me to start publishing episodes was seeing new moms added to my lost mom support group and seeing their posts about feeling lost and alone. One day, someone shared a podcast with me called Don't Keep Your Day Job by Kathy Heller. And this is a podcast about entrepreneurship and having the freedom to pursue your own business. It's not about pregnancy or babies. But the first episode I listened to had been her latest one, and she was sharing about her recent pregnancy loss. And that just felt like a sign. And it was time to start sharing my story and create a platform for others to share theirs, too. So originally, when I set out to start recording this podcast, I wanted it to be about pregnancy after loss, and that's why I named it Expecting Rainbow. But in the time I was creating the website and planning out the content, there were moms that I knew or knew of 
and they were having their second or third losses. And I also realized that there were moms who weren't able to have any more biological children after their pregnancy losses, even if they wanted that more than anything in the world. So these realizations really changed the meaning of the word rainbow for me. And that's something I'll be talking about in an upcoming episode. But everyone has a different experience with loss. And rainbows don't always mean a new baby or a biological baby. So it was and still is my hope to continue exploring what it means to expect a rainbow after loss. What do these rainbows look like? And how do they acknowledge the losses and deaths that came before them? So far, a lot of these episodes have been mainly about pregnancy and infant loss, and not yet really about expecting rainbows, whatever that might mean. And as I said in episode one, we cannot talk about rainbow babies without mentioning the siblings that came before them. And even if your rainbow looks different, maybe your rainbow is an adopted or a foster child, a published book, or a foundation in memory of your baby. Whatever life looks like for you after loss, everything is still touched and affected by the lives and the deaths of our sweet babies. So there is always going to be episodes to process this grief that we have, this love that we have for our babies who have died. Learning how to podcast has been a really great avenue for processing a lot of my grief. So I sincerely want to thank you for joining me as a listener. And for future episodes, I will continue to share my experience, and I am also working to invite other lost parents to share their stories. My journey is only one in a million, and it's so important to me to let other lost parents know that they are not alone. I'm constantly learning that I won't be able to always say everything I want in a single episode, and that's okay. I might say something others agree with or something that wasn't a part of their experience, and that's okay too. I might stumble over my words or ramble incoherently, and that's just life, right? As long as it helps one person not feel so alone, it was worth it. And as I've said many times in past episodes, everyone has different experiences, so I can only shed light on what I know and what I've experienced. Even though I'm still figuring out the technicalities of this podcasting stuff, I'm really excited for Expecting Rainbow to be growing in the way it has been, and I can't wait to see where the wind takes us. If you would like to be a guest, to share your story and talk about your experiences with pregnancy and infant loss, pregnancy after loss, or parenting after loss, I would love to hear from you. You can volunteer to be a guest 
on the podcast or suggest a topic you'd like to hear about, or you can just say hi at expectingrainbow.com or by emailing hello at expectingrainbow.com. I'm looking forward to hearing from you and thank you again for listening. Until next time.